When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Pittsburgh Steelers are going to roll their starters out in their preseason finale against the Atlanta Falcons. And I'm not opposed to it, but I'm not a fan of their strategy heading to Atlanta. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers To Go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on YouTube.com slash Talk or subscribe anywhere you get your podcast. Today, let's talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers preseason finale in Atlanta against the Falcons, a team that offers some challenge to the Pittsburgh Steelers, but I don't necessarily believe that it's enough of a challenge to do what the Steelers are planning to do. Mike Tomlin said that all healthy participants will play against the Falcons. Nate Herbig has said that he hopes he plays against Atlanta, even though he's going to leave that one up to the trainers after being unable to participate at any full length during the practice week. He wants to line up there. He wants to test out the center position. Larry Ogunjobi has a shot to play this week. Trey Norwood has a shot to return. That one I agree with. The rest of them, not really. And the starters, not really. Let's start with the injuries. Larry Ogunjobi and Nate Herbig should not line up against Atlanta. It doesn't make any sense. Ogunjobi has been dealing with injuries for the last two seasons. It's a concern at this point. The word injury prone gets tossed out way too much in the NFL. But if I'm being honest, he's a guy that is borderline injury prone. You don't want to roll this guy out here for a meaningless preseason game where you could risk further injury to whatever happened. He's walking around in a a boot at practice during training camp for a whole week. Why would you look at that as a guy that you're willing to utilize to familiarize yourself with or for him to familiarize himself with guys that he's played with for a whole year? What does Larry Ogunjobi gain from a preseason game that he doesn't already have when it comes to his chemistry with Cam Hayward or TJ Watt or Alex Highsmith? And I get it. Keanu Benton is a rookie and Braden Fajoko is a new guy. But for the most part, Larry Ogunjobi is going to play with the same guys he played with a year ago. And it doesn't make much sense to say, hey, let's risk injury. Let's tempt fate that we have to play DeMarvin Leal, who we don't believe is ready to be a starter. That's why we signed Larry Ogunjobi in the first place to an extension. But we'll risk it against Atlanta on turf, which is, I mean, in its own right, concerning doesn't make any sense Nate Herbig is in the same boat him and Kevin Dotson have been banged up all summer there is no need to risk injury to a guy that forces you to do something that could be drastic to your team Mike Tomlin has said it time and time and time again this offseason last year the offensive line got lucky that they were healthy he does not anticipate that happening again in 2023 nobody should anticipate that happening again in 2023 injuries happen and when you are in the trenches injuries are more likely to happen these guys are getting hit every single play shoulder injuries ankle injuries knee injuries everything happens to these offensive linemen 
why would you put yourself in a situation where you might have to rely on Kevin Dotson full-time, which is okay. They've done that in the past. It's not the worst-case scenario, even if it's not the best-case scenario. But if a center goes down, if Mason Cole has to miss some time, your backup option right now is Kendrick Green if Nate Herbig isn't around. I don't know if anybody's been paying attention to the summer or training camp or anything besides that one week where we all raved about Kendrick Green, but overall the performance has been awful. It has been the farthest thing from impressive. Kendrick Green is a guy that if he makes the 53-man roster, it's only as a security blanket at center, and it doesn't make a ton of sense. Nate Herbig is a dude that you need around. You can't take that risk. If you're the Pittsburgh Steelers and this team looks really good, your biggest risk you could take is losing one of your offensive linemen to make Kenny Pickett's life hell, Najee Harris's life hell, and especially at that center position. Mike Tomlin said it the other day against Buffalo. Kendrick Green fumbling a snap is not good enough. That is something that you can expect if he has to start a ball game week in and week out. Those two, if they step on the field, Mike Tomlin is taking unnecessary risks, and I get that he says it constantly. We don't live in our fears. Sometimes he does. This time, he most certainly should. Do not put either of those two on a football field. The next is the starters. And I get a lot of people are excited to see what Kenny Pickett could bring, and a dress rehearsal is great. And I mean, I don't know. I don't agree. I look at it right now and say, Kenny Pickett has shown me everything that I want to see from Kenny Pickett. I want to see a two-minute drive. If that's a possibility, cool. That's a possibility. But if it's not... Kenny Pickett showed last season that he could work a two-minute drive just as well as anybody, and I only expect that to get better. The Steelers didn't work two-minute drive nearly as much as they did a year ago during training camp, but at the same time, Kenny Pickett thrived in that role when he stepped on the field as the starter against the Jets. There was never a moment too big for this guy once he got over making bad mistakes. And I don't expect Kenny Pickett to be a guy who makes bad mistakes in 2023. This is a second-year veteran Kenny Pickett who seems confident and comfortable in the pocket, a guy that should make much less drastic mistakes and who already has that winner mentality, that winner-it factor that the Steelers drafted him for, why are you looking to see anything else besides maybe that two-minute drill? And if that's it, don't risk it. It's not worth it. You're not going to put all your starters out there and say, hey, look, it. we expect everybody to stay healthy through this entire game. Remember last year when Najee Harris got banged up and TJ Watt got banged up, and then in the first game of the regular season, both of them got banged up again? It's just the risk-reward is huge and unworth it 100%, unless you're going to do one thing, and that one thing is Najee Harris. And I know we keep talking about it, but if the Steelers' plan is to come out and be run-heavy and see how comfortable Najee Harris can get in one game before the regular season, fine. If that's what you want to do, cool. You could take a risk to make sure that your running back, who you expect to be the workhorse, who you expect the offense to live and die behind, to play maybe a full quarter, maybe two full quarters, get a real workload in there, something that he didn't do all summer long, something that he didn't do in the preseason at all. I mean, this guy is, I believe, two rushes for six yards deep. He got one pass for, I believe, negative one yards. Najee has done nothing. And in training camp, it's the same thing. He he took a handoff, he'd go to the sidelines for 10 plus plays. He'd come back, take a handoff, go to the sidelines for 10 plus plays. It has been the plan 
all summer for Najee Harris not to touch the football as much as possible. But at this point in the preseason, you are two weeks away from week one, and I get it, you could heal up in two weeks, but why are you taking that risk? It doesn't make any sense. Najee Harris is a dude that should touch the football, needs to touch the football, and if he doesn't, I think it impacts the regular season for the Pittsburgh Steelers and how quickly they could get this running game going. He is the only offensive and defensive player who needs a full workload in that starting lineup. I'm not putting Jalen Warren on the field. I'm very limited with Anthony McFarlane. I'm not putting Allen Robinson on the field. I'm not putting George Pickens on the field. I'm not putting Deontay Johnson on the field. I'm not putting TJ. I'm not putting Cam. I'm not putting Minka. I'm not putting any of these guys, excuse me, on the football field. I'm looking at all of them and saying, hey, look, you get two series. See what you can do. That's fine. Patrick Peterson, Joey Porter Jr., Levi Wallace, they want to get three series, four series, cool. But if we're being honest, I think you could still work them out and say, hey, Joey and Patrick are going to be the guys in this game. They are going to play. Levi Wallace is going to see a couple of snaps. Pat P., Joey Porter Jr., they're going to see extended playing time, maybe until the end of the first quarter into the second quarter. That is your only excuse. And that's because they need to get comfortable together. Joey Porter needs much more playing time because he's still a developmental piece. And Patrick Peterson needs to showcase something. He hasn't done that yet. There hasn't been a game where he's been challenged. And I want to see him get challenged. I think the Steelers need to see him get challenged. He needs to have some slot work. But overall, this group is defined. The Steelers know what they have and what they're getting in these guys. The risk reward is just too high. And I get it. You know, the Steelers don't live in their fears, just like I said, but I heard somebody bring up a really good point earlier. The Philadelphia Eagles played their starters the least amount in the third preseason game last season, and they ended up in the Super Bowl very healthy. The Steelers need to do the same thing. This team is a long-term outlook type of franchise right now. Look for February. Look for January. Look for the end of December. You have to stay healthy for all those things. There is no need to put guys on the field for extended periods of time and risk things for a dress rehearsal that means nothing. The Steelers have practiced every single day with the same guys. They understand fully what they're getting. And I'm sorry, but the Atlanta Falcons don't offer anything that you look at and say, oh, okay. Well, they have to do this. They, they have a challenge here. No, B. John Robinson's B. John Robinson. Cool. I get it. Christian McCaffrey is a much bigger challenge in week one anyways. Drake London's Drake London. Cool. Kyle Pitts is Kyle Pitts. Cool. None of them match up to what the San Francisco 49ers offense is going to bring in George Kittle and Brock Purdy and Debo Samuels and Brandon Ayuk. They're just not. Even if they try, they're just not. This isn't a dress rehearsal. There is no defense better than the Pittsburgh Steelers that you could prepare against. The Steelers offense does that every single day. There's no offense that gives you the challenge that matches what San Francisco could bring because Atlanta's offense is still very much so developing. Even if they have guys, it just doesn't make sense. Keep your guys safe, head into week one, prepare for a Super Bowl run. Stop looking at this as a dress rehearsal and start looking at the preseason as, okay, you have a couple of competition battles. You got to find your last wide receiver. You got to pick a slot corner. You got to figure out your last safety. You got to figure out your backup offensive lineman and defensive lineman. What you don't need to do is see if TJ Watt and Cam Hayward could still play football or if Kenny Pickett could lead five 
touchdown drives in a row instead of three. You just don't need to see that.